Hey, welcome back to the Next Gen Leadership Podcast. If you're joining us today, you're more than likely looking for a 15 to 20 minute leadership fix in order to grow yourself as a future leader. Our goal here on the podcast is to reproduce well-rounded leaders so that we can impact the next generation of leaders. Each month, we're going to be inviting a new leader on or a new person on that has a different story. They're going to share some of their personal stories and their leadership insights uh, pertaining to the topic. Today, we've got a special guest. My mom is here with us on the podcast. Say what's up, mom. <laughs> hey, Peyton. <laughs> we have my mom here. Um, she was kind of sharing some of her stories with me, and I was like, man, this would be really good for our leaders to get in their DNA and their hearts. Uh, a couple of little context points here. My mom runs a nonprofit called Blessing Bags Brigade that meets basic hygiene needs for those who can't afford it. And so today, we're going to kind of take some of those stories and, and talk through some of those experiences that you've had. And we're going to talk about having God-sized faith and following God's lead. And so obviously, you're probably going to hear a little bit about you know my childhood and, and my mom's <laughs> growing up. So it's kind of a cool little podcast here where we get to talk about some of these things. And so, Mom, why don't you go ahead and talk about your life, your story, maybe your testimony as to how you came to Christ, you know, some of those kind of things. Okay. Well, I was uh, raised Catholic, so I was always a believer. I was raised mm-hmm. in a, um, a very healthy Catholic church, modern, you know, not any of the dysfunctional things that you hear. Um, there was a point where um, my kids had... Uh, got invited to go to the rock and ended up bringing the whole family. So we kind of did a shift from Catholicism to the Protestant world. And, um, and my faith grew from there um, much deeper, um, focusing more on uh, Jesus as Lord as opposed to Savior and understanding more and reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. In 2018, I got water baptized at 50 and really wanted to solidify the the Lord in Jesus in my life. Yeah. And that's when um, the ministry was really ramping up. So it all kind of happened together and it just took us to a whole nother level. Yeah, so you're talking more so like, you know, that was your story, raised Catholic, and then started coming to the rock, kind of your perception of Jesus was, was a little bit deeper. And mm-hmm. um, 2018 then was when you started Blessing Bags, right? We started 2015. Oh, 2015, that's right. Yes, and then it really started growing and blowing up by 2018. It was really, you know, um, I can't remember exactly what year we became an official 501c3. Yeah. But at that point, like, it all coincided with the faith was just getting really deep Mm -hmm. and and because we were getting in uncomfortable situations that challenged, you know, and it coincided with a deeper faith to to challenge that. So um, that's when I decided to water baptize, you yeah. know. So, yeah, it, it, it's it been a journey. It's been an interesting yeah. journey. I'm grateful for my Catholic upbringing because it introduced me to Jesus and it gave right. me a wonderful foundation, but I've grown so much since then. That's cool, so. yeah. And, and even since it's really cool talking about, you know, your past and then coming into the future because sometimes we – um, some of us out there will have testimonies and will have stories where it's not this dramatic, like I was, you know, a mess and I, you know, partied and did all these things. But some of us have quiet backgrounds that we come in and now we have these big experiences with Jesus and it's kind of cool. Right. It's, it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be some dramatic thing to, to get 
a deep revelation on things and to have right. amazing things happen. That's cool. So why don't we talk a little bit, let's shift from your story to talking about blessing bags. Give us a kind of a, a quick snippet. What is blessing bags? Um, like, what is it? And then going from there, what do you do currently with it? So kind of where did it start? What did it start as? And now where do you find yourself with blessing bags? Okay. Um, so even as a young child, I always had the heart of, um, I gravitated towards the underdog, the mm-hmm. um, the bullies, the homeless, the special needs. That just always was a sensitive part that I just uh, gravitated towards. Mm-hmm. Um, so throughout my life, I've always done little snippet of things, you know, nothing full-time because I was raising three kids. and um, But in 2015, I found another little project uh, with a friend of ours, Dina, she um, was at The Rock. Yeah. Yes, she um, had an organization called C4, uh, Urban Outreach, and she would go into Detroit mm-hmm. every week and feed uh, 100 people. I did not realize it was 100 people at the time. <laughs> right, yeah. And so I was just, I loved what she did. She went in the cast corridor and just brought food and fed people and evangelized to them. And so I saw something online that showed about these little hygiene kits that you can give, and mm-hmm. I thought... Because um, when uh, I would take my kids around and you'd see the homeless people on the streets and people say, don't give money, you know, we'd still give a dollar or whatever. Right. And Because you had a heart for it, right? Yes, yeah. yes, because uh-huh. that was my heart. And so um, so when I saw these little hygiene kits, I thought, well, that's really neat to keep in the car in case those mm-hmm. situations come up. And then maybe I'll just grab some donations from people and make a few up for her. You know, maybe she serves maybe 20, 25 people. So I said, hey, do you, can you use these? And she says, yeah. And so I said, well, how many do you need? You know, how many people? And she says, 100 people a week. And I said, well, that's a tall order, but I'll try, you know. <laughs> right, So yeah. I came, I think I gathered about 60. And I said, okay, well, here's your bags. You know, take them downtown. She goes, oh, no, you're taking them down. And we said, oh, that's really not my area. <laughs> you know, it's nice. You know, from afar, I just didn't dive in that deep. You right. know, even though my heart was there, that was like a deep dive. And she convinced us my husband and I, and we went downtown and it just grew from there. I mean, yeah. once we meet people and saw people as people and hurting mm. and what goes on in the streets, you no longer see it as a homeless person. You see it as Joe, you know? Like, right, yeah. And we got to know people and got to see circumstances and see what how much they needed these things. And mm-hmm. um, fast forward to um, now, we give our bags to 14 organizations wow. from Detroit to Port Huron to the West Side. And it's not just homeless. It's anybody. I mean, yeah. people can have a house and have a family and keep your lights on and feed you. But you run out of money when it comes to your shampoo and your toilet paper. And yeah. sometimes kids don't go to school because they can't keep clean. I mean, we've learned throughout these years how much of a problem this is mm-hmm. and, and how, how it impacts so many different uh, demographics of people and it's just been so much more enormous than we could have ever imagined than just giving a few bags for the homeless you yeah know? so you started with this dream of like oh you know what I'll, I'll make 25 bags up to now how many bags with the 14 organizations do you give out a month we do a thousand bags a month a thousand bags a month yes and now we partner with a special needs school and they assemble the bags for us yeah and so th- there's so many rippling effects that have come of this, uh, the, the simple thing of just making those little bags. Right. Um, 
the journey has just been filled with with so many amazing things along the way. Yeah, so let's talk about that. So so this podcast is mainly geared towards our leaders here at Rock Church. So Rock Kids leaders, people that lead birth through fifth graders, um, Rock Students leaders, people that read six, uh, lead sixth graders through twelfth graders, and then Rock Young Adult leaders, so people that lead young adults. And so obviously that's not what we're doing all the time is is doing outreaches and um you know things for the homeless and people that are in need right Right. um or what you would call hygiene poverty right um we're not doing that but we are talking about you know you went from over a period of seven years with covid in the mix from giving out 25 bags a month which over a year would be like like somewhere around 300 bags and to you know a thousand a month which is 12,000 bags, you know, a year, which is a huge jump. So can you share a time or two where you were trying to get to the next level and God showed up big time? Because what I really want people to catch here is, is this, it's not so much that you have to, everybody's like the same, like we talked about with your story. We're all, we're all the same, like, you know, person, right. Or the same leader, but God shows up in different ways for us when we need him the most. So can you talk about a time or two that, like maybe a story that you have where he showed up big time? Right. But can can I back up and say yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, Um, When I look back at, at my life, because this started in my 50s, you know, mm-hmm. when I look back at things and where God had me, um, okay, let's look back. Uh, my husband and I um, were going on 30 years, but we had three years where we were divorced mm-hmm. and we remarried. In those three years, I had to go, I went from a stay-at-home mom to go out in the workforce again, and um, it was very scary. And so um, God had shown me how to just take the next step because I didn't know what was ahead and how right. I was going to do anything. So. There were certain things throughout my life that God took me through seasons, um, like stepping in just the next step of what to do and the next step of what to do, mm-hmm. how to make it, you know, with three kids, being divorced. Um, then when I went to work, I went to work in with the special needs community. Yeah. And I worked in a school. And then I worked with one particular girl on the side with community living services. And then I moved on from there and um, went back to school and became a massage therapist. Mm-hmm. Now, when, when I was a stay-at-home mom, I dabbled in a lot of photography. Now, God had me doing all these mm-hmm. things in the seasons in my life. And then he took those skills, and then at this age, he he used those skills to to create what's happening now, right. to, you know, to help what's happening now. Um, because right now we have partnered with the same special needs school that I was working with. And that girl that I was working on side, she's assembling stuff in her own home and has her own career. So all these rippling effects. So I think that God really, uh, you, you, you take the journey with him and he's with you and he, he builds things in you slowly Mm -hmm. and then, um, uses them for what you need and what he wants to happen yeah um so so as a as a baseline then you go into it with with those skills um yeah that's so good i I think i know what you're trying to say here is like 
like you along the way as you learn things like opportunities like you grow from each opportunity that yeah. you have in your life whether it's a positive opportunity or a negative opportunity yes and so taking those things and then it kind of makes sense down the road so as we talk about like you know what god did in you like this this little last you know past 5 6 7 years of your life you know most people will look at that and say Oh, well, yeah, you know, most stuff happens when you're young and most things happen when you're young and you have those experiences when you're younger. But really, God's preparing you along the way for these things. He's taking you through that, through your seasons, and then preparing it for something down the road, you know? Yeah. Um, What was your question? I think I sidetracked. (laughs) That was was the basis I wanted to say. The baseline of what we were talking about. So the question I had was uh, sharing a, a story or two where God showed up big time. So... I think, I think where it well, showed up with the special needs thing, yeah. where, where the baseline I was getting to first. So so that season of being divorced and learning mm-hmm. how to trust in just the step and not the whole thing, Yeah, that now is where our big stories come from, Right, where we don't know sometimes like where this is going to be or we have a problem like, oh, how are we going to meet the needs this month? Yeah. You walk in that that faith step of him, like like you're walking down a dark road, and he's just lighting up the next step. Yeah. And all you do is take that step, and then he, you know, you pray and say, "We don't know what to do now." You mm-hmm. know, what's the next thing? And then all of a sudden, something will come from the side that we never would have expected. And I'm a person that writes everything out and plans everything, you know, <laughs> right, yeah. overboard. And so it really taught me how to. You have to it. You have to plan. You definitely have to strategize and plan mm-hmm. to a point, but you have to also um, step back and you have to open a space up for God and yeah. let Him tell you where the steps are. You can have all these plans and and everything, but you have to stay in step with Him and and open yourself up to hear what He says, and He's gonna bring things in that you never would have imagined, like. Right. And, and take you in the direction that he wants it to go. And then the thing that I'm just in so much off from mm-hmm. our mindset at the beginning of just going downtown and just handing bags to homeless people to now we go into the special needs school and teach them about hygiene and show them that they're a team. And they're getting so much, um, you used the word before, not self-esteem, more. Like self-confidence. Yes. Yeah. And like, like they have purpose and meaning that they we explain to them how they're helping the community right you know and helping them because they struggle with hygiene Mm -hmm. just god has taken the small little concept and he has blown it up to so many different avenues and angles of help that is just unbelievable it's funny we probably could have uh called this one maybe we'll bring you on another time we could probably call this being faithful in the little and then like god you know making it big and god elevating it right because that's what it was is being faithful in the little you had shared with me uh, a story, a couple of stories where like kind of just you prayed and you asked God like, hey, oh, yeah. can you show up? Can you share one of those stories where, where you had that? Yeah. What what I usually do is there's points in time where I get a stirring and anxious excitement kind of stirring mm-hmm. that something needs to change or something needs to grow or something's happening, you know, like it's stalling a little and it's like, there's something happening. Yeah. And I know that's my cue to just uh, uh, get quiet. And so I go in a room, 
I, I, I sometimes I just walk around the house and I'm just yeah. quiet, you know, and I just leave myself open and say, okay, God, what, what do you want? You know, sometimes it's a couple of days, you know, sometimes it's a couple hours. The, the particular time I think I was telling you uh-huh. is I said, okay, here it is again, you know, and my thought at the time was, um, we need to do some fundraising. We need to bring some money in, you know, because we're, oh, oh our storage we don't have a storage unit so it's right. all in our garage and it was piling up and we just got notification from Bomba Socks that we're getting oh I can't remember it the was number like, 20,000 yeah, 20,000 or 10,000 to 20,000 socks yeah. yeah they're coming uh-huh. in the fall so then it put me in like oh boy you know we need storage so we're gonna have to do a fundraiser what are we gonna do and I got to my list you know and everything right. and I'm like okay wait a minute this is it you know we I need to stop and, and come to you so I literally went in my room shut the door sat down said okay God and opened up and just said what what do you want and my phone rang I mean that's literally like two (laughs) seconds after and I have a friend who um she's homebound she has MS and we'll talk you know just for emotional support and stuff Mm -hmm. so I kind of thought it was one of those calls and I thought well do I take that call or, you know, I, I just sat down with you, God, and I said, um, I would have normally just said, I'll call you back, you know. Right. But this one, I just said, I, I just think I should answer. And I said, this better be good, Julie, because, you know, I'm in God time now. <laughs> and He's going to speak to me. And she goes, oh, and I said, because I need help with storage. And she says, well, that's why I'm calling. And I said, you've <laughs> got to be kidding me. And I said, that is the fastest God has ever worked for me. Yeah. And so she... Um, had written to uh, a program and because she likes to do things since she's homebound mm-hmm. and, and written to Lowe's asking because they, they give to charities. And so, um, you know, and we pursued that and that's all uh, in limbo right now. We don't know what, what's heading with that. But what it did was it shifted my mind yeah. to not think about fundraising and money and stress. It was like, Look at your need and find how to fill the need. It yeah. changed the way I'm approaching now when we need to make some changes or grow or something. That's so good. So whether or not that follows through with that, I, I've learned just to trust, not to analyze, not to try to understand the big picture, mm-hmm. um, just to trust that he knows what he's doing. And yeah. just it, whatever that reason was, I don't worry about outcomes. I worry about listening to what he says and taking that step and following him. And he handles the outcomes. Some people get upset and say, well, what if they had a bag, two bags they took? And I said, well, then God sorts that out. Yeah. That's their heart. That's, you know, we do our part and we listen to God and God works all that out, you know, so mm-hmm. we don't worry about it. We just live in what he says at the moment and there's and the cool thing about this is like there's no selfish motive so it's like it's almost like god like search my heart for you know what what you want me to learn in this season and even what you said just to kind of give a little backstory on the the socks you know the before that need even presented itself it was almost like you were forced to rely on god because you know you guys were looking for socks and trying to get bulk socks and my dad who helps my mom with uh the blessing bags he put in a request hey Bomba sucks. Can you send us 10,000 socks? Let's just go for the big thing, you know? Yeah. And God came through and they said, you know, we'll send you the $10,000 or 10,000 socks. And so it's just cool how like each step along the way, God kind of showed up for yeah. you guys. It, honestly, it's God's ministry. Mm-hmm. That's what we keep in our fore mi- forefront of our minds. 
this is his thing. This is how, what he wants to do and help people. And he uses us. We are the hands and feet. Mm -hmm. So he leads it. And if he wants it to be huge, it'll be huge. If he wants it to be small, it'll be small. Wherever he takes it, that's up to him. And and if it ends, Mm -hmm. that's up to him. If he there's another group that comes in that's doing it the way he wants it to be done. So it just really frees up the it, it stops you from making it about you. Yeah. You know, and it it frees up the anxiety of produce. Um, you know, when you have to always produce and. You oh, you got to perform. Perform. Yeah. 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 The anxiety of per- performing. Yeah. Yeah. It's gone because it's him. Yeah. And all we're doing is following him and wherever it goes is, is what he it's his plan. That's so, so good. Mm-hmm. Well, so this this question came up last podcast. So I got a couple more questions here before we close. Okay. Um, I was talking to Chantel. And we're talking about being equipped to to do ministry, right? So we're talking again. You know, I want the, our leaders, our listeners, to think. Okay, I'm not just doing an outreach. I'm not just doing what Blessing Bags is doing. I'm doing the ministry that God's called me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had this question come up, and I thought it was really good for today too, following God's lead. At what point did you start to notice that you were accomplishing the mission that was set before you? Because I I could never figure it out watching you guys kind of doing this ministry of like, you know, you went from 20. Now you can look back and say 25 to 1,000. You know, that that you can sense like at some point along the way you accomplished, you felt like you were accomplishing the mission. But what was like the turning point for you? Like, we're doing this thing. We're accomplishing this thing. Um, I think... When uh, we started letting go and like Mm. I keep saying, like just following his lead, because at first we were strategizing a lot and worried about focusing too much on what is this? What are we creating? When you say we're not creating anything, he's creating it. And when, when you see yourself as just a servant Mm -hmm. of what he's doing um i think maybe it um we used to worry like because groups would come to us and say can you have bags and um what we would always say to people and this was our kind of turning point Mm -hmm. is we'd say We'd love to help you, you know. We were going solely on donations. That, well, we still kind of are. Yeah. But uh, we said, we're a faith-based organization. We we rely on God for all our provisions. Yeah. You can pray on this, and we'll pray on this, and we'll see where, what God does with it. Once we took our hands off, that's when we started seeing that this is God's mission. Right. And this is... um what we're here to be used for, you yeah. know, for his mission. It's not so much about when it became our thing. It's more about when we had the realization that this God has bigger plans for this mm-hmm. and uh, we're privileged that he chose us to do that. Yeah, that Does we that, that he cho- yeah, that he chose to work through us and yes. like and it's just being obedient every step of the way saying Okay, God, like this thing, I know I'm called to it. I don't understand the big picture right now, but just you you feel like the moment you just kind of let go was that moment for you. Yes, yeah. and also That's along cool. the way, the journey, um, 
the amazing things. That's why I don't think I know that God cannot reveal the big picture to you because you wouldn't understand the big picture. And the <laughs> right. thing. You have to take the journey yeah, to get to right. that place. But in the journey, such amazing things. We've met the most amazing people that are doing so much in this yeah. world for people. We've met so many people that are so grateful to get the help. Like I said, the whole special needs community, this girl I work with that changed her whole life. Seeing all these changed lives, it's not so much, oh, now we're doing this many bags. It's seeing all the little things in the journey that mm-hmm. just is like, wow, 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 God. And it's just been crazy. And yeah. it's just been wonderful and exciting because it's nothing we expect or can plan, you know, for someone calling up right. and saying, hey, one of my students went home and told a mom, I'm making a difference in the world, you know? Yeah. I mean, those little things are just like, wow, God, you're amazing. This is great. Yeah. And it's almost like, um, oh, I wish I had the quote in front of me. It's like, don't despise small beginnings. You know, it's like, don't oh. despise the little things that God has you do, um, whether you're serving currently or like it's a pre-serving season, you know, or it's a post-serving season and you're going into the next thing that God has for you. But don't despise small beginnings. No, because it all plays a part in what your journey. And, and you don't know what that small thing is. There were some people that we uh, rub shoulders with in Detroit that made major impacts on, and when we were so small, cool. just bringing those bags, yeah. And we, some people we're still friends with now, and we see what's happened in their lives. So yeah, every little thing, because you have no idea what a small thing, what it will right. ripple. You know, we will see in the end. I totally believe that that our eyes will see everything that happened, good and bad, in our journey in life. Right. You know. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. So so as we close, I want, I want one, one more question that I have to ask you. If you could give any advice to someone who has a hard time maybe listening to the Holy Spirit or acting on God's calling or maybe even like defining what is God's calling for my life. Because I mean, I think sometimes we say it really boastfully, like this is God's calling over my life. And right. uh, unless you really are like in it and understanding it, like it's hard to really picture. So what what's one one word of advice, one, one piece of advice you would give to somebody that has a hard time listening and following? Um, to... to Take time and just be still. Push your thoughts away. Be still. Open yourself up and just be quiet mm-hmm. and let God talk. And I guess just, it's hard to say because I can't say that I grew up saying hygiene is my thing. It's nothing right. that I, you know, but he just revealed it. I think that if you just leave yourself, you got to leave a big space in yourself open for God to just let him talk. And you got to stop thinking and analyzing about your life and just sit in his presence mm-hmm. and let him talk and and he'll guide you. And, and don't worry about knowing everything that's going to happen. Worry about what he says in the first step and yeah. just take that step because he will reveal it in your journey. You know, just so good. take that first step. You yeah. Know? Well, thanks for sharing. Thanks for coming on. We have thanks another uh, podcast idea, I think, in the gauntlet, like with <laughs> my mom. So you might be hearing back from her here in a little bit. Um, but here's one question I want you to reflect on today as we close. In what areas of my life am I trying to take control? And am I willing to let God take over? In what areas of my life am I trying to take control? And am I willing to let God take over and follow his lead? Let's pray. God, we thank you for today. We thank you, God, that we get to follow your lead. 
And I pray that you would just um, impact the people that need to hear this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you.